On this week's episode of Gambling Feud, we bring on our dear friend, Pumba Cakes, the CEO of the Coda Sports Gambling Network, as well as my fiance, Cassidy, to do a different type of episode this week. We start out the show with a little rapid fire, and then we break down our top five shots that all of us enjoy. And then we round out the show with Pumba doing Gambling Feud. Before we get started, we want to remind everyone that the Coda Sports Gambling Network and the Gambling Feud podcast are sponsored by the Bet Coda Sportsbook. The Bet Coda Sportsbook is a South Dakota owned and operated sportsbook located in the Midnight Star Casino in Deadwood, South Dakota, serving customers in the state. As you enter the Midnight Star, you are swept into the past with the grand staircase, stunning woodwork, and the elegance of the chandelier. They offer the best lines in sportsbooks, so stop by and mention the Coda Sports Gambling Network, and you will receive a free Bet Codas t-shirt. Please play responsibly. You must be 21 years or older to wager. Gambling problems or concerns, call one 800 522-4700. Locked and loaded. Let's have a show. Yes, sir. Kyle and DJ on the mic. Gambling Feud. Partnered with Coda Sports Gambling Network. Hitting bets. Hitting bets. Hitting checks. Hitting checks. Making necks. Making necks. I bet. Let's hit some bets. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, lock my pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers, locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, lock on my pacer, doing it major, LA Lakers. Welcome everyone to the Gambling Feud Podcast, presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. We are on episode 61. We Pretty special episode today, DJ. We got DJ and myself, and then we got someone very near and dear to my heart, and then my fiance is also here as well. <laughs> Kyle! So to get started, my name is Kyle Comish. You can find me on Twitter at Comdog, and for 61 episodes... <laughs> Joining me is my cousin and co-host. Find him on Twitter at DJ Low forty four twenty two. DJ Luch. DJ, how are we doing today? <laughs> you you got me there, Kyle. I you, you hit the old switch round. That was amazing. That was pure comedy at its finest. Uh, it's hot outside, so when it's hot outside, the only way to beat the heat, as they say, is to drink a nice bush apple or a beer of any sort. I'm not, you know, I'm not picky. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a little hot out, and I'm an Irishman, so I, I I burn easily. The sun does not like me at all. The sun actually has a beef with me, um, but still, only way to beat the heat, bush light. Uh, but I'm doing great, and again, a hilarious joke, Kyle. I, I'm going to reiterate that. That was awesome. I appreciate that, DJ. <laughs> I, will, I will take that. But like I said, it's a new show. We got uh, two guests on today. One's going to be here for part of the show, and the other's going to be for the entire show, but First off, joining us, he's been on the show a few times now, and um, excited to have him on. We're having him on for the entire show today. We got the CEO of the Coda Sports Gambling Network, Pumba Cakes. How are we doing, sir? You know, Kyle, I saw that coming the whole time. I I knew I'm obviously near and dear to your heart, as you are to me. Um, Love to be here. You know, it's it's been an interesting couple weeks as, you know, now CEO of Coda Cappers after Pace got dethroned in somewhat of a coup but um yeah no summer's going good i think you guys have had a little more heat than we've had but we we, we uh we've also had some i'm not built for the heat for those of you who know what i look like <laughs> not built for the heat but uh well i'm surviving 
Good. Well, we're glad to have you on. We got a really great show. And then I got introduced, of course, my dear fiance for the next 53 days. My wife here coming up here soon. My fiance, Cassidy Hinkle. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Excited to be here. Is Pumbaa going to be at the wedding? That's the question. Pumbaa isn't going to be at the wedding. He's going I to be. be there. It's actually funny because Pace actually texted me earlier. He's like, do you know Kyle's wedding's only 53 days away? And I'm like, yeah, I suppose we should probably start like actually planning that. I mean, we're obviously going, but we should actually maybe come up with like what we're, where, where we're going to stay, what we're all going to, you know, do. If we're going to take time off from work, we'll probably just take that whole week off. So why wouldn't I? I? Like that. Yeah, I'm not going to take that much time <laughs> off. Actually, it's more so how many days afterwards am I going to have to take off? That's going to be the debate. I know me and DJ were pretty rough after Pace's wedding, but uh, uh yeah. yeah, Pace's wedding was uh, Pace's wedding was lit. It, it was very iconic. It was the most iconic wedding I've been to on the border of North Dakota and Minnesota. Um, it is the only wedding I've been <laughs> yeah, on the border, say, yeah. but it yeah. was still the most iconic. Oh, for uh, sure. And I'm in Kyle's wedding, so I know it's going to be amazing. Obviously, Kyle's the star of the show. Well, actually, no, I guess Cassie. Yeah, I think Kyle is no, no. Yeah, Kyle's, Kyle's just a role player on this yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's just going to be passing, just getting the assists. Yep, yep, yeah. But it's it's going to be an awesome day, and I'm excited to um, uh, tear it up a little bit with the Dakota Sports Boys again. Round two. This will be round two. Pumba, you got to yep. get married for round three, okay? Oh, gosh. And I'll get married <laughs> for round four. Yeah, there we go. We actually got quite a few people from the network coming. Obviously, like I said, DJ's gonna DJ's in as a groomsman. Pumba's coming. Uh, Pace and his wife will be there. Soup and uh, JT are coming. I think DJ's bringing Alex Long at the network. Uh, Corey Adair and his wife will be there. We're gonna have quite a few network people there, so we're really looking forward to it. Quite a crew. Oh boy, that's that's could get rowdy. I'm I'm very thankful that I don't have to make a speech because I could not beat Pumba's speech. That his was the best. I, I cannot top that. Now, if I have to ad lib a speech, obviously I'll dominate, but I'm not, I'm not, there's no planning. Yeah. Pumba, what, what was the beat? The, the beginning of your speech is what sent me, but I can't remember the joke. Well, I think, I mean, I don't think <laughs> I know. Pretty sure the opening joke was something about, um, um, I know what you're thinking. And it's that different, uh, suspenders look good. Or suspenders look better on certain people, like than others. Something along those lines, because it's like I'm not much of a suspenders guy, you know. Looking at me, that was, I think, my opening line. But beyond that, I don't even know what else I made for a joke. Probably several. I'm trying to remember. It was something like in recent news. Like I don't, I don't know if it was political, but it was like recent news of something Ooh. that happened. Oh, you're right. Oh, it was um. Yes, okay. So we say my opening line is a joke about the suspenders, but it was about that dude that murdered his girlfriend. That's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. Brian Laundry. Brian Laundry. Yes. Brian Laundry. Yes. Oh, yes. That dude. is right. That was my op- my opening to the. It, it was a risky start. It, it was, was super risky. It was a risky start. It. Some people's faces when I said his name, I saw their eyes just get huge. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the, that's- yeah, the Brian Laundry start was was a risky move, but I think it paid off. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. I can't even remember how I phrased that joke, but yes, I do remember that it was a Brian Laundry story to uh, to start it off. <laughs> it was very funny. 
yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we're excited to have you guys. Fifty-three days, and then um, we're we're excited for it. But I know, speaking on behalf of both of us, we're kind of ready for it to just happen now. So, yep, um, we are gonna have a prop sheet. Uh, you know, who cries first? Do I split my pants? You know, a lot of different things that could happen. Um, do I do a shoey? Uh, does Pumba dance? Does he take off his shirt? Like, there's a lot of different prop bets for this wedding. Um, whether it happens or not, well, we'll see. But we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know do the prop bets. Kyle, will you participate, or do you want to be an unbiased third party? Well, I, I I'm gonna have insider information. Like I'm telling you right now, if I'm setting the lines, like the odds of who's gonna cry first, I'm a very heavy favorite. If I'm if really, I, I, I so well. <laughs> We'll def. We'll, I'll, I'll set. I'll set some lines for you guys, and we'll let people at the network participate, in, like we did for Pace's wedding. I like it. I like it. But uh, no, I'm really excited. It's gonna be a really great show. We get. We're gonna change up the episode a little bit because we want to accommodate everybody. So to get started, normally we do this during the gambling feud segment, but we're actually gonna start off the show with a game called Rapid Fire. So basically, what Rapid Fire is, it's 26 questions. And um, everybody has to answer, but the key is, is you cannot give an explanation for your answer. You just have to simply say it. No explanation given. The, the one thing, shout out to our man BFC for coming up with this. You can challenge one person's answer one time. So like if you hear an answer, you're like, wow, I really want to know more about it. You can throw a challenge and then, and then um, that person has to explain themselves. So how we'll do it is I'll read the question and then we'll have DJ go first. And then me and then Cassie and then Pumbaa will round us out. Sound good? Yep. Yeah. So the same person's answering every time. So we don't have to say like, okay, now you go Pumbaa. It's basically like okay. as soon as, as Kyle reads the questions, I'm going to start it off. And then, yeah, no explaining. And then, yeah, one challenge flag. You do not have to use your challenge flag. Um, but I encourage that you do at some point. Yeah. Can't take it home. So. Yeah, no, exactly. You got to use it or lose it, baby. You got to yeah. use it. For so, sure. Yeah, All right. So what? So we'll go, like I said, we'll go DJ, me, Cassidy, Pumba. So we'll start off. Favorite sit-down restaurant? Oh, man, just right off the bat. I wish I would have prepared. Um, I don't want to say this. I'm going to go right now, Texas Roadhouse. Okay. I'm going to go Olive Garden. Who hot? T, T Roadhouse. I'm with DJ. Yes. Okay. All right, so. Next up, your go-to song. And what I mean by that is, like, you listen to this song no matter what mood you're in. It's your go-to song. Oh, my gosh. These are tough. Um, Codeine Crazy by Future. Okay. I'm going to go really old school here. I'm going to go uh, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Ooh. I'm going to have to go with Twin Flame by Machine Gun Kelly. Ooh. I'll go with uh, Mood by 24K Golden. Okay. I like that. <laughs> all right. Sports-related question now. Your favorite athlete of all time? Pumba the Cakes. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, Chris Johnson. I'm not much of a sports person, so I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal. Great call. Phil Mickelson. <laughs> you dog, you have to say that. Legally, you are obligated to yeah. say that answer. For those of you that don't know, Puma took a pretty what what was the payout, Puma, for that winning you had there with Phil? It was it was a $30 bet, 350 to one odds. If you do a little calculation, 
equals 10 and a half grand. We, we worked out okay. Yeah, Puma turned out to be fine. Lots of Puma units on, lots of Puma units won. Lots of Puma units won. <laughs> Uh, all right, so on the, on the flip side now, your least favorite athlete of all time. Uh, I don't – I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers here. Okay. I'm going to go Andrew McCutcheon. I'm going to have to skip this question. There's there's so many. It's tough. It um, is really tough. I'm going to go with Roger Clemens. Oh, I'm going to challenge that. I, I just want to know more. Not that I disagree with it. I'm just curious. Well, oh, I, I can tell you why. Um, Yankees player. I hate the Yankees so bad. He was so good with them. And he's steroid user. Cheater. Cheater. Get him. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> hate him. Okay. No, that's fair. I was just, I was really curious on the, because you said a lot of people. So then Roger Clemens wasn't who I was expecting, but I, I get it. The twins have yeah, only got. I think it's bad. just because. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm still tormented from being, like, a young kid, going to games, just watching him dominate. Yeah. And then you find out when you're older that he cheated the whole time. Yes, he was cheating the whole pissed. time. Now you're yeah. mad. Yes. All right. So, uh, your favorite cartoon. I don't even know what classifies as a cartoon, so I'm just going to go uh, SpongeBob the SquarePants. That's the only correct answer here, DJ. Yes. Is that the one you're going with? Yeah. Oh, then I'm going with the same one. Classic yes. there. Scooby-Doo. Oh. Scooby-Doo. Got to go with that. answer. Yes. That's pretty good, too. All right. Um, Your favorite comedy movie. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I said on the podcast prior, so I'm not a flip-flopper. But I believe I said Step Brothers. You did. Yes. And I'm going to go with what I said last time, too, and I stand by it. The Hangover. Oh, 100% Norbit. Norbit. Norbit with Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. I'll go with uh, Hangover as well. All right. Lame. Sounds good. Well, there, there, DJ, No, Kyle, there. when you said it wasn't lame. When Pumba said it, that's when it got lame. He just piggybacked off you. No, I was just saying, like, there's like, there's definitely tiers of comedy movies, and Hangover is in that top tier. For sure. It, it's like, yeah, it's like debating a go. Like, yeah, dude, it's it's hands down. It's one of the best. It's so funny. It's, oh my gosh, dude. If you could go back in time to the moment you first watched The Hangover for the first time, you would have to do it. Like, it's so funny. Oh, man. Yeah. For Side sure. Tangent. Nope, you're good. <laughs> All right. So, on your favorite NFL team, would you rather have a prime Eli Manning or a prime Troy Aikman? Uh, Troy Aikman. Now, I'm going to go Troy Aikman as well. I'm going to have to skip. I'm going to – I'll go with Eli Manning. What red flag immediately? The, the the dude's the only guy that could beat the GOAT. So why would I not want him? Troy Aikman's stats, he was on a good team, but he wasn't that good. Eli Manning, he gets the job done in the playoffs when necessary. I feel like Eli Manning was one of the worst quarterbacks that somehow stumbled he's, upon two. He's maybe – yeah, he's maybe like one of – the worst quarterbacks to ever what win two Super Bowls and like overall have like a successful career, but like he just wasn't actually that good the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. He's an enigma. Yeah. That's fair. All right. So going into pop culture a little bit here, your favorite solo 
artist, any genre. Future Hendrix. I'm going to go, I'll go Eminem. I'll have to go with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, you really like Machine Gun Kelly, don't you? I really do. I like Megan Fox, so we're in agreements there. <laughs> Ooh, this is tough. God dang. Um, favorite solo artist. Um, I mean, I guess I'm, I, I hate to piggyback, but I'll go Eminem. All right. <sighs> Sounds good. Okay, are you a dog person or a cat person? Dogs, 4L. That stands for for life. <laughs> I've only grown up with cats, and we have two cats ourselves, so I'm going to go cats. I'm going to also have to go with cats. Ah, DJ, we need more dogs. <laughs> yeah. dogs. We need more cats. Dogs all the way. We need dogs. <laughs> we need dogs. We need that Coastal cats. Carolina video? Yeah. Okay, we cats, don't need we dogs. Cats, we need more dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's all about dogs. One of the best videos of all time that hasn't really yes. blown up. Oh. Top five for sure. All right. What is what is one sporting event that you want to attend? Ooh. Like like just a sport or like just like a big event and a sport. What's a what's a sporting event you want to attend? Game seven of the World Series in Chicago. Anthony Rizzo is now back with the Cubs. He hits a grand slam to win. Does okay. that answer your question? Game seven, World Series, Chicago. Oh, you're going back in time for years. No. Well, sure. You're saying no. you're saying Rizzo oh, wins oh, okay. Back. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yep, I see what you're saying. The back. I'm saying like a game seven World Series walk-off dinger, hands down the best, best moment if it's your team that you could be at ever. And I just kind of explained my answer. So now I yeah. defraud yeah, the system. Um I would yeah, that's tough. <laughs> um, I would have to say the game between Ohio State and Michigan. I want to go to that. I'm going to skip this one. I I wasn't going to be as specific as DJ. I was thinking a World Series game at Target Field. It's like a home game for the Twins. That, that was my thought. DJ got very specific with his answer. But, yeah, sound. World Series in Target Field. Preferably a game seven against. And a walk-off dinger. By and a walk-off dinger. Yes. <laughs> All right, so this one might take a second for you to think about. So if it does, that's fine. What is an unpopular opinion that you have? I'm going to go local here. Blue cheese over ranch with your wings. If you order ranch with your wings, (laughs) yeah, no, blue cheese is what you have wings with. If you're getting chicken wings, you get blue cheese. All right, um... I'm going to go with the TV show Friends is an awful TV show. Oh, that's harsh. That's harsh. A little harsh there. <laughs> um, I'll have to go with that ranch goes with just about everything. She's trying to square me up right now. Yeah, see, I, I, and, and I like that. All the way. I'm, I'll go with. I thought Breaking Bad is decent, but I, I think it's way overhyped as a show. Okay. I actually like that one. All right. Sounds good. So what is your favorite sports jersey that you have you currently own or have owned at one point? Your favorite sports jersey? Oh, my gosh. This is so tough. I have three of them. <sighs> Carmelo Anthony, Syracuse jersey, orange. 
and it's the throwback jersey. So it's his real jersey he wore, not his actual one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a Rajon Rondo uh, home Celtics jersey. Oh, that's badass. I do not own any jerseys, so. Well, None. guess what you're getting for your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I have not owned many jerseys in my life. I'm going to go with my MJD Jags jersey, mostly because we're the exact same height, exact same body build. Just 5'8 stocking. Jacksonville should have called should have called up Pumba. Hey, if MJD's hey. down, I'm the same person. If MJD's down, pull me in, coach. <laughs> uh, I was taking a drink of Bushlight Apple. You almost just killed me right there. That was too funny. Because <laughs> you have to know you and you have to know MJD. <laughs> yeah, dude, MJD. I mean, yeah, you you put us next to each other. I mean like it's just twins. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. I got, I got it back together. All right. Now that we're recovered here, let's go just a basic question. Your favorite season? I'm kind of a fall guy. I'm also a fall guy. I'm also a fall person. Yeah, fall, 100%. Clean sweep on, on fall. All right, your favorite color? Carolina blue. It's a good one. Should be mine, but I'm going to go red. I'm going to go purple. Go with teal from a Jags. All right, fair, fair. Poor man's Carolina blue, but yeah. <laughs> poor, poor man's Carolina blue. Something about that Carolina blue, D. Yeah. It's different. It's, it's different. All right, so again, another uh, who would you rather have for your NFL team? Would you rather have a prime Lawrence Taylor or a prime Ray Lewis? Ooh, that's tough. But the answer is always and will always be Ray Lewis. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going to go Ray Lewis. I don't even know who they are, so I'm going to skip. Close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take Ray Lewis. If you had to choose, Cassidy, if you just had to choose based on the name. Based alone, on name. Yeah, just. Well, by your guys' choices, Ray Lewis, I guess. Be- perfect answer. That That is <laughs> amazing <laughs> job. Yeah, if you guys haven't noticed, she's not a big uh, big sports person. I usually watch sports on one TV, and she's doing something else on the other. So, you got to have a good balance. If you were the same person, you would hate each other. Correct. Yeah. No. And that's something that, like I said, completely disagree on. I'm big sports. She's big not. So, it's good stuff. Yes, sir. All right. So we're gonna get real specific here now. What is your least favorite pizza topping? If people claim that pineapple goes on pizza, I will say pineapple. Pineapple's a good one. I'm I don't like olives on pizza, so I'm gonna go olives. That's fair. I've gotta go mushrooms. You don't like shrooms, do you? No. <laughs> Not at all. I, I'm with DJ. I'll say pineapple because other people put that on pizza. It's not even a pizza topping. No, it's not. It's really not, so I shouldn't even count it, but pineapple. If Gordon Ramsay says it doesn't belong on pizza, it doesn't belong on pizza. We have Gordon Ramsay and we have Pumbaa on record saying it doesn't belong. How much more evidence do you need at this point? And Pumbaa's pretty much MJD, we already discovered. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to get me for a while. (laughs) All right. So um, this is inspired by Pace after uh, the NFL draft show. Do you prefer pancakes or waffles? This is tough. 
I think I'm a waffle guy. I love them both, but I'm a big pancake guy. I'm opposite of him. I love waffles. There we go. Yeah, this is a big discussion in the chat. I'm I'm a waffle guy. Absolutely. Well, like, I think it was paste, like, destroying pancakes. Pancakes are still good. Yeah. But waffles are better. Yeah. Yes. T- t- time out. Time out. I just, I just, I just want to address that, DJ, now that, you, now that you brought it up. He didn't say that waffles are better than pancakes. I'm fine with that. He said pancakes are flat out trash, which is where I drew the line. Ludicrous. The fact that this dude has a driver's license and allowed to drive with that opinion, it blows my mind. It it is North Dakota, so. (laughs) (laughs) They they let anybody. They didn't let anybody. (laughs) All right, so getting into your inner drinking, what is your favorite drinking game? Ooh, drinking game. I'm gonna go beer darts. Okay. You get it, messed it, up. It was it was always beer pong for me. Does that count? Does beer pong count as a drinking game? I would say if, if we're gonna if we're debating this now, I'm gonna go flip cup then if we're gonna debate it. Well, if, if it counts, I want to change my answer. I just didn't know. Pumba Cassie, what do you guys think? Does beer pong count as a drinking game? I I would say I guess it counts. I would count I it if you put beer in the cup. Which I don't play. I don't play that way. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you yeah. put beer in the cup, then it's I, I, a drinking game. But okay. if you don't, then it's just a game. Gotcha, gotcha. I respect both. Of, I respect those. Okay, so we'll. I'll. I'll stick. I'll stick with beer pong then. Yeah, I'm switching to beer pong then. Yeah, I'm going with flip cup. Yeah, flip flip cup or flippy cup. That's what we call it. Flip flippy cup. <laughs> it's so cool. So cool. People forget that you and I are undefeated in beer pong. Yeah, people don't remember me and Kyle are undefeated. Hey, I, I was gonna, I was gonna reply to this, but I didn't. I, I just kind of chickened out. But I wanted to be like, what's the strength of schedule on this record? <laughs> like, what? What? When we say we're undefeated, I mean, that's like, yeah. It's, what, what, what are we? What are we talking strength of schedule? That's not, not like when you got these these low level. Power five schools that are four and zero non conference and they can't win a single conference game. What's our strength of schedule? We're talking. Kyle, I'll defer to you. Any of them even close? I, the, the, the last team, the last team is the most competitive. They were actually pretty good. Um, middle teams were just warm up schools. Um, so yeah, I would say, yeah, you, you uh, played some FCS. F school. We, we played an FCS school. We played yeah. a middle level FBS, and then we played one of the better FBS. Okay. Okay. Um, we played a North Dakota State our last. Our last. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, but like a couple. Yeah. No, I'm not even gonna get into it. A couple people wanted to play travel, and so you know those people aren't good. Correct. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, transitioning now. Who is your who is your, in your opinion the NFL the greatest running back in NFL history? There's only one answer, and it's Adrian Peterson. That's that is the correct answer, yes. Yeah, I don't even know what a running back is, so <laughs> I gonna... respect it so much. The skill. Yeah. Um I'll go with AP, even though yeah, I I think so. AP's right. prime was just so dominant. Pumba, you're not allowed to explain your answer, even though I've already done it three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've we've all we've all kind of done it already. <laughs> all right, um, your favorite sports commentator. 
Oh, this is good. This is good. This is going to be a wild one. I am going to go with Joe Rogan in the UFC. Oh, wow. He's really good at it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to follow that one up. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Chris Fowler. Solid. Kyle proved this one for me to say it. Shaquille O'Neal. I don't even know what his yep. is, but he approved it. You might, you might have the best one already. I'll go just the Jim Nance, just the classic. Yep, very classic for sure. Jim Nance is like an old fashioned, just a classic. Yep. <laughs> you hear that voice and it just, yeah. And you just feel like his friend too every time he talks to you. You do. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get kind of per- get kind of personal here. Who is your biggest role model? Oh, wow. I feel like if I don't say Jesus, I'm a bad person. Um, <laughs> ah, damn. I feel like Kanye is just way too over the line. Yeah. I might have to go Anthony Rizzo. He's a good cat. Okay. Or can uh, I say my dad? No, that's cheesy. Let's, uh, I don't know. Just, I'm sticking with my answer, Anthony Rizzo. He cured himself of cancer, people. Good one. Um, I was gonna say my dad, but because DJ said it was cheesy, <laughs> I said it might be. I said might. Keyword. Okay. I'll I'll stick with it then and say my dad. I respect that, Kyle. Your dad's a great guy. I love Bob. Bob is you don't know Bob Poom, but he's the funniest dude. Oh my god. You gosh. gotta love Bob. You gotta hear him tell some jokes. I'm gonna get him telling some jokes at the Yo, wedding. He better. <laughs> oh yeah. The only downside is he likes Oklahoma. So it's like ugh. You know, he's a funny guy, but he likes the Sooners <laughs> stuff. Anyway, wait, did you wait? Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, it was, was Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was yeah, talking about Come on, DJ. I'm sorry. Uh, I would have to go with my great-grandpa on my mom's side. I'll go. Oh, this is a tough one because it's kind of changed in the last couple months. No. But I'll still go with Phil Mickelson. Yes. Big time gambler, big time golfer. I shouldn't have explained it, but yeah, my boy fell. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, who is your favorite TV actor or actress? I think I have to go with Steve Carell. That's exactly who I was going with. I gotta go against you guys. I'm going Danny DeVito. Oh, that's such a good one. I love Danny DeVito. Gosh, I, 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 to, to pick just one, be so selective. Um, That's the name of the game. I know, but I'm terrible. <laughs> I'll go, okay. I'm going to go with John, John Krasinski. Okay. Now, okay, great pick. Yeah. yeah, he's done a lot of different roles. Yes. All right, we got four left, so you get uh, Puma and Cassie Silver Challenges. And you, again, you don't have to use it if you don't want to. All right, what is your favorite podcast not at the network? Joe Rogan is such a lame answer because it's a square answer. Um, I am going to go with Busting with the Boys. Okay. That's with Will Compton and Taylor Lewan. Um, I'm going to go part of my take. Good one. I don't know the names, but I love serial killer podcasts. Oh, yeah. 
the best. Those are so, I feel so much, not smarter, but like, it's so interesting. It really is. Yeah. I'll go with no laying out. I don't listen often, but I do like no laying out. Hmm? No laying up. The golf pot. I knew it. I was yeah, going to say no you're going to choose up. a golf one. I knew it. Yeah. All right. What is your uh, dream? Like when you retire, where is the place you want to move to when you retire? This one's, you can easy. It. this one's easy. Fargo, North Dakota, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I don't want to move there. Um, Florida doesn't have income tax, so I want to go to Florida. I don't know what the beaches are called, but they're actually on the inside Gulf of Mexico side. Um, so let's just say the interior Florida Gulf of Mexico coast area. Okay, you went way more specific than I'm going to. I was just going to say Florida. Okay, one and the same. Great, great choice. I'm going to have to go the opposite direction of Kyle. I would love to go somewhere in Maine, probably Bar Harbor because it's so pretty there, but I love the state of Maine. The seafood in Maine is unreal. Unreal. DJ, looks like this marriage is only lasting until they're about 60. <laughs> nah, we had a good run. We it's had been, a good run, but fun. we're going to go opposite ways now. It's been fun. <laughs> Our kids, we're having two Christmases now. <laughs> but uh, I'll go with Arizona. All right. No income tax in Arizona. Genius. Correct. And last one, which is going to kind of transition to our next segment, your favorite alcoholic drink, not a shot. The only way to cure a hangover is with a mimosa. All right. This slaps every time you get it. I don't care where you get it. It's going to slap vodka lemonade. Basic. I'm going to go with blue kinky and Sprite. Solid. Beach Crown Sprite all night long. All right. Beach Crown is fire. There we go. All right, fellas and ladies. So that was fun. It was a good little game. Let's transition now to the top five list. So we haven't done this in a while, DJ, but the top five list basically is we're going to do a list of any random thing. It can be sports. It can be non-sports. Then we're just going to go down the line, give us – long or as short of an explanation as you want and then we'll just we'll all go in a row so i'll start and then we'll go me dj Casty, puma we'll start with five work our way up to one so without further ado we're doing the top five shots so it's uh, we talked about this before the show it can be it's just completely generic you can go in whatever mindset you want you can mix them up it's just the top five shots so then so i will get started so my number five is a shot i got when I bowled in Sioux City a lot, I got the shot a lot. I don't have it very often anymore because I just I just don't see it very often anymore. But I love doing it when I bowled. So I'm going to go my number five. I'm going to go an apple pucker. Are we each doing our own fives? Or are you doing your top five? We can go around like we did the one time if you want. Or we can go all the way down. I don't care. Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I don't let's, know. Let's start at five and just – everyone go and then four everyone go and three and so on okay so i don't know if you guys know this but there's a shot called the chuck norris um so that is number five for me because chuck norris is probably one of the most badass dudes in the world um yeah chuck norris all right cassidy that's a good one but 
I'll have to go a root beer float, which is rum chata and root beer schnapps mixed together. Tastes Damn. just like a root beer float. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It is a, probably one of the best like root beer float shots you'll ever take. All right. I'm actually, my number five is right on that same line. Mine's a root beer barrel, which is just root beer schnapps, a shot of that in some root beer. So just kind of basically not, not a straight shot of schnapps, but just touch weaker, root beer barrel. All right. Very good. So let's move on to number four. Now, num my number four, it's sweet. I, unless you don't like this fruit, everybody likes it. And I, I love having a shot of this. I can do so many shots of this and be just fine. I'm going to go an apple pie for my number four. What the hell, Kyle? Do you have my script? Do you have my list? I also have apple pie down as number four because uh, it's amazing. It tastes delicious. Uh, it doesn't get me as messed up as I would like, which is why it's lower on my ranks than it's at a four, uh, but still an amazing shot um, at apple pie. Yeah. All right. For my number four, I have the Skittle ones, more oh. specifically from Bacher's. In Lamar's, it is my favorite. Tastes just like the grape Skittle. So good. Those shots are fire. Those are really good. Oh, yeah. My number four is an Irish breakfast shot. If oh, you boys know what that is. Anybody? Oh, my. I my descendants did not pass that down to me. Oh, see, so got, got, got a cup of OJ. You, you chase your Irish whiskey with butterscotch schnapps. You take that shot, chase it with OJ, chase it with like either, depending on the place you go, it's maybe like candied bacon or like a little piece of sausage. Muy bueno. Wow. That's different. Fantastic. It sounds amazing. Now, DJ, I'm a little upset that we didn't know about this shot when we were in Fargo. <laughs> I, yeah, you should have. lot to blame. Um, I don't know. Someone's at fault and it can't be me or Kyle. Yep, for sure. All right, so let's go down now to the number three. So, DJ, we actually had this shot the weekend of my uh, my bachelor party. We had this shot. It's one of my one of my favorites. Got a little uh, Bailey's cream in there, and I don't know what else is in there, but it's I, I love this shot. Mini beer is my number three. Mini, mini beer. That's a that's a good shot right there. Um, I am going to go with. Uh, what is it? Is it like a Jägermeister shot or is that Jägerbomb? Jägerbomb, yeah, Jägerbomb. Yeah, straight Jäger. Jägermeister is yeah, I don't yeah, Jägerbomb. Yeah. I was like, yeah. if you're doing straight Jäger, no, 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 no. Nope. Yep. I knew I, would, I mispronounced it, but yeah, the Jägerbomb. So as Kyle and DJ had apple pie as their number four, I have that actually on my number three. It's a good spot. Yeah, I mean, like you guys said, it's a shot you can take and feel just fine, but it does the job if you take plenty of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that does the job if you take plenty of them. Oh, All yeah. Right. Oh, my number three, uh, kind of following back with an answer I gave really your favorite cartoon, uh, Scooby Snack. Oh, my God. What, what's in that one? I actually had to, I, I did look it up before the show because I figured someone would ask. Coconut rum, pineapple juice, and melon liqueur. Okay. Hmm. I've never had that, but I have heard of it. I just didn't know what it's, it is. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's like a touch sweet. I mean, it's definitely 
it isn't going to like get you all the way, but it's, it's a good early in the evening shot. If somebody's asking for shots early in the night. Okay. And you've had it before you said? I have, yep. Yeah, no, I've had it as well. It's, it's, it is really good. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's go on to our number two. So I'm, I'm questioning how my, uh, this is going to come out because I'm either going to get absolutely slaughtered by you guys and in the group chat, or people are going to say I'm a genius and maybe you guys have any list. I don't know. But if you drink, you can't tell me you haven't had this, which is why I have it in my number two. Jello shot is my number two. Genius, Kyle. Jello shots are iconic. Um, I'm a big jello shot guy. They're perfect for the golf course. Oh, it's hot out. Let me get a jello shot and hydrate up. Um, yeah. Pumba thoughts. Boy, jello shot didn't even come across my mind necessarily. Is there a specific kind of jello shot that you like though? Not really. I, anyway, I, like, I like them all about this. Yes, put, put it in jello form. Give me that gelatin. Well, it's gotta be a fruity one. It's gotta be like a fruity jello one. You can't yeah. have like a is there a non-fruity yeah. jello? Yeah, is there like I don't know. I yeah. think someone could make <laughs> like, it. They're like garlic out there or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a carrot jello shot or something yeah. like that. Ooh, that sounds awful. To me, a jello shot has to be made the right way. I agree. I 100% agree. If you if it's Not loose and sloppy, yeah. It's bad. We don't like loose and sloppy. We do not like loose and sloppy. If there's one thing that the network and we stand for, it's that. It's okay. It's um, so moving on, yeah, great call. I didn't even think to put Jello Shot on, so I'm not going to piggyback off Kyle and steal it, but that is a good one. I should have had that on my top five, but I didn't. I'm going to go – you guys ever had the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shot? It's amazing. That almost made my list. It's, yeah. That's, that was like, if I had to give an honorable mentions list, that would have made it. Okay. Uh, I respect that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that with my number two spot. Let's see. For my number two spot, I have a cherry bomb. Ooh. Which That's is good. essentially the same as a Chuck Norris, except instead of liquid ice, it is Red Bull. So, not only is it a good shot, it also energizes you at the same time. All right. All right. I, this has been mentioned before, my number two is a Chuck Norris. That's classic. Yeah, it, it is. I can't even get mad. I have that on and my like, And like, yeah, like DJ said, he's just, it's an iconic man. Like, I don't know who has beef with Chuck Norris. Like, who in the world would not like him? You can't. You People can't. I mean, the, the Chuck Norris jokes are just. Remember, oh, what, what, that was that like five years ago when like everything, all the Chuck Norris jokes were coming out. Like, oh, I, I feel remember. like that was I feel like that was high school for me, so that'd be like ten years ago, a long time ago. Oh, that'd have been like six years ago for maybe seven. It was yeah. like well, I don't even remember the theme. It was like something like this: Chuck Norris. Oh, I can't. Never mind. You don't know the Chuck Norris jokes, like Chuck Norris once got bit by a venomous snake, and after three long days, the snake died. <laughs> <laughs> or like he, he doesn't have a chin, just a third fist underneath his beard. Yeah. Chuck Norris, when he does push-ups, he doesn't push himself up. He pushes the earth down. <laughs> There's a, a bunch one. of them. Yeah. yeah. Classic. 
All right, so let's go to our favorite shots now. The number, the number one. So mine is near and dear to my heart. It was, I, I, you can call BS on me all you want. I'm being dead serious. I did not drink underage illegally. I, I did not drink until I was exactly 21. The very first uh, alcoholic shot I had is this shot. It's been mentioned already, but it hits the same every single time you have it. My number one shot is a Chuck Norris. Well, we're all in agreement here. I like to hear that. Yeah, made made all the list. And let's tip our cap to Kyle um, for going 21 years without drinking and then drinking legally. Very hard to do, people. That takes <laughs> hasn't discipline. stopped since. <laughs> He's been ever, man's been on a bender ever since. Yeah, I haven't looked back ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um, so this one's probably not going to be, um, very popular amongst people. It's a very popular shot, but not a popular one for number one here. I love fireball. Fireball is my number one because I can take a ton. If I'm trying to get messed up really quick, I can do four shots of fireball. No problem. Literally none unfazed. Um, so it, for like the need to quickly get messed up, fireball is my go-to and it burns all the way down. Every time you do it, it puts hair on your chest for yes, sure. It Cause it, it does not. Yeah. It does not. Yeah. No, it hurts, but it tastes, I think cinnamon tastes good. I'm a big cinnamon guy. Oh, for sure. I agree with that. DJ, you'll get along with my mom at the wedding then because she is a big fireball person. I would say at party, she pulled a whole bottle out of her purse. Really? I I like that. Straight from the bottle. I respect that. Drank about, left about this much at the bottom. (laughs) That's impressive. That is. See, unlike Kyle, like I've been saying most of this, um, (laughs) I did drink underage. (laughs) No surprise there for me. What? (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, But I didn't discover this shot until after I turned 21. But it is now my go-to one. Every time I go out, it is a Vegas bomb. Yep. That's a good shot right there. Good shot. Yep, that's a good one. What's the – sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but what's the, like, Asian or Japanese – I don't know what, what culture it is, so I'm not trying to be – but, like, where they kawa, sake, and they smack the thing, and then the shot falls into the – you know what I'm talking about? Uh, a sake bomb or something like that? Yeah, I, I've heard of it. Kamikaze. Yeah. Is it kamikaze? Is that a kamikaze? I don't know. I'm trying to. I, I know what you're know. talking about. You like smack the table and then the shots the fall in. Falls in and then yeah. Have you guys ever had one of those? I think it's a kamikaze is what it's called, but I'm not for sure. I know what kamikaze means, so it kind of makes sense, but I don't know. Anyway, I was wondering if anybody's had one, but none of you guys have, so never um, mind. No, I heard so much bad stuff about Vegas bombs until one of my friends got it for me, and now that's all I want every time. I could care less what other people are taking. All right. Last but not least, my number one shot is a Washington apple. Ooh, Get to where you need to go. It's, it's, it's not too potent, but it's, there's a lot of liquor in there. It gets you where you need to go. That's, that's a really good one. I can't believe that missed my list. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. I think we all made some good lists. Uh, if I, after listening to all you guys, I wish I could reevaluate my list, maybe yeah. make some tweaks. Um, get get that fireball just 
Well, no, Fireball's oh. staying in there. Oh, Fireball. I can't believe that was your number one. Fireball it's is the great. best one to get quickly messed up on. Correct. I'm, you work a 10-hour shift. You get in at like 10 o'clock. All your friends are drunk. You want to go to the bar with them. How do you catch up, Kyle? How would you catch up in that situation? Got to do shots. Exactly. And the okay. best shots, Fireball. Okay. I can but you got you to gotta be able to handle it. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people, it messes them up. Mm-hmm. But not me. I'm a cinnamon guy. All right. Sounds good. Well, <laughs> Puma, you want to say anything there? Well, just so much the way you're like, messes people up. Not me. <laughs> I'm invincible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, we're going to transition now to gambling feud. But with that being said, I'm going to say goodbye to Cassidy. Have you enjoyed being on the show? I know you listen to it every day from downstairs, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was great being up here. I clearly couldn't answer any of the sports questions because I don't know anything. I was going to say, Cassie, it was great having you on. Your lack of knowledge of sports was a little alarming for a sports podcast, um, but you did disclose it right away. So I guess, I, you know, I get it. Uh, but no, it was fun having you on and, you know, getting a different viewpoint other than Kyle. You know, you're kind of opposite Kyle, which is nice to get both sides of the spectrum. Uh, yeah, Pumba thoughts. It was awesome having uh Cassidy on. We got to get uh squatted up in the Fortnite oh, sometime. Got to got to get that Fortnite in, but uh, no, exciting 53 days. 53 I'll be days. there. I'm gonna start training my liver. You better. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, Cassidy, thanks for coming on. And if you guys are ready, let's transition to gambling feud. All right, now we're on to our final segment, the Gambling Feud segment. So, so far, we've had 10 guests on this this year. We've had six Coda Cappers and four non-Coda Cappers. We're changing it up this year, though. We are doing um, an Elite Eight contest for the, for the network and Elite Eight contest for people not of the network. And we'll have the top two from each compete for a prize of TBD. We're still kind of determining it, but... Obviously, we're having Pumba back on again. He was an Elite Eight member last year, so he's looking to compete again this year. But currently, our standings for the Coda Cappers. In first place, we have Potato Gobbler at plus six units. In second place, we have Soup at plus 4.80 units. BFC in third at plus 4.78 units. Toast is in fourth at plus 0.77 units. Beast Picks in fifth at minus 6.18 units. And Pace is in sixth at minus 7.44 units. Boom, before we get started, you I read off that list. Any Anything sticking out to you at all? Tough go for pace. Tough. tough yeah, that's just a tough look for that guy. Um, so, not, you know, not surprised at the guys that, uh, you know, are up there towards the top. I definitely feel like that top spot's very achievable. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, gonna, DJ, was, you got anything before we start? I was just going to say, some people would call Pace's performance on par with the typical, you know, just an average day for him. Uh, other people would disagree, but I'm just stating what people were thinking. But, yeah, I, Pumba, I don't remember how you did last time. Did you make the Elite Eight? I made the Elite Eight, got eliminated first round by uh, DG Betts. Oh, oh you lost the to the King, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. I think you had, yeah, you had a decent showing, DG Betts. We, yeah, I mean, we, I think I would have actually beat, I think, one or two of the other people that actually won the first round, but uh, yeah. 
I mean, there, there were some year. big, there were some big negative units in the Elite Eight last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some individual. Yeah. <laughs> It was a lot. Yeah, I do remember that. No, yeah, you had a good showing. Um, I, I set the bar a little higher for Pumba. Uh, he's just – he's not only wise, but he's just well-rounded. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, Pumba, Pumba kind of got the rundown, but for those of you that are listening for the first time, Pumba gets five units per game, and so and he's not only doing it just him, but DJ and I are also doing it. He, he has to beat at least one of us to make the contest. So. All five of us, all three of us get five units per game. We can disperse that however we want. We can go two on the spread, one on the money line, two in the over-under. We can do a team total, parlay, first half total, player props, anything we want. Just the only rule is you have up to five units per game, and you also do not have to use all five units. So to get started, we are going to talk about the Stanley Cup Finals Game four tonight at 7 p.m. on ABC between the Avalanche and the Lightning. Avalanche lead. The series two to one line right now, very, very close line, but they do have the avalanche favored minus 115, lightning minus 105, and over under of six. So I bet the under last game, and it was never the under. And this series is never going to be the under because although the lightning are very, very solid defensively, the avalanche are way, way solid offensively there's just gonna be so many goals scored so i really like the over again i know people say three times in a row the unders do it's never going to be the under in this series so i'm gonna go the over six i'm gonna go oh i'll go i'll go two and a half on the over of six and then i'm gonna sprinkle my other two and a half on the avalanche take a three one series lead i think they uh had a little fluke last game i don't think it's gonna happen again in tampa bay so I'm going to go two and a half on the over and two and a half on avalanche money line. I am right there with you on the over. Uh, I think that Colorado's defense is very sus. Their goaltender is not good. Whereas the abs offense is insane. So they're going to score goals. Lightning are going to score goals. I love the over here. As far as picking a side, dude, I have no idea what's going on in this series. I mean, the abs wipe the lightning two games. Meant well, sort of. They won the first one in OT, I guess, but nonetheless. And then the Lightning wiped the Avs. I really don't know what we're going to see in game three, but I think at worst we can get a four to two game, which pushes. So I think that's worst case scenario. But ideally, we get three to three over. I'm going to go 2.75 to win 2.5. All right. All right, boys. I'm with you guys on the over, obviously, yeah, series been high scoring, staying super far away from picking a team. Uh, Lightning are obviously very tough at home, haven't lost at home in the playoffs in a while now, but taking the over six for two units. And then I really love the first period over one and a half goals. I think there's been at least three goals scored in the first period of every game so far this series. Over one and a half is only minus 130. Give me that for three units. Ooh, okay. I actually really like that play. That's that's a good one. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah that, that genius. That's all I'm gonna say. And you're spot on too, DJ. They're, they're the the Avalanche goal goalie. Like 
whenever the avalanche offense isn't good and their defense ha- and they have to go on defense, their goalie's not going to win them games. And it was very, very evident in game three. They, they lost the whatever, what's his face in the off season. And it's just kind of cost them a little bit. They've been more of a high scoring team. Um, yeah, it's they're they're built for overs, uh, and the lightning are kind of a mixed bag. Uh, it, it's been a really fun series, though. I will say that the games have been semi electric, uh, but they've been kind of blowouts, which is my only complaint. Yep, for sure. Before we move on, really quick, did you guys see that uh, avalanche goal that got that uh, got overturned because it was called offside? Did you guys see that at all? I don't know if I remember oh, that. It was I, I did not. But you talking about it, it would have been the first goal of the game, correct? Yeah, yep, it was yeah. it was the first goal I, of the game. I didn't see the replay, but I know what you're talking about. Yep, yep. Uh it was the first goal of the game. Yeah, I mean it was just barely offside, but I mean they they reviewed it for a long time because and I just didn't think it was gonna happen, but no, that was crazy. Offsides is offsides, gotta play by the rules. Yep. So all right, well, we were we were gonna talk a little college world series, but we don't know the matchups as of the time we record. So we're gonna finish out with four MLB games. So we will start with an afternoon game at 110 between the Blue Jays and the White Sox. We got Ross Stripling on the mound for the Blue Jays and Lucas Giolito on the mound for the White Sox. Line right now, Blue Jays minus 110, White Sox plus 100, and an over-under of nine. So both of these teams have cost me, in some way or form, a good chunk of the season. Because every time I bet them, they lose. And I just don't know where to go. So I'm going to keep it very, very simple. And I am going to go with, I'll go to you. I'm, I'm not even going anywhere near their spread or their money line because it's just not going to work for me. I'm going to go two units on a yes run first inning. And I'm going to go one unit on First five over four and a half. And those will be my plays. So I'll go two units on a yes run first inning and one unit on over four and a half first five. Yeah, this one definitely hard uh, for me to handicap just because Lucas Giolito has been pretty bad. I mean, 4.78 would be good for some pitchers, but Giolito's, you know, he's a former all-star. He's supposed to be better. Ross Stripling has been historically not good, and he's actually posting a 3.28 ERA. You know, he's actually kind of lighting it up this year. Uh, so it's tough. The White Sox have really underperformed this year. Like, if you if on paper the White Sox are so much better than the Twins, and it's not even funny. Um, bro, on paper, it's not even close. But the White Sox have played awful. Like, tip my hat to the Twins. They've played really well, and the White Sox have played terrible. But the White Sox are plus money, and the White Sox are a little bit hotter than the uh, Blue Jays. The Blue Jays in their last five games are one and four, whereas the White Sox are three and two. I'll take three and two over one and four. I'll take Giolito at home. Giolito's better at home than he is on the road, and they're plus money. The, 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 the home team in this matchup should not be plus money. I'm going with the White Sox, and you know what? Screw it. All five units of the White Sox. The White Sox are winning this game. It's now a declaration of confidence. Um, yeah, White Sox, five units, money line, five to win five, baby. Just rack it up. Just put next to my name, DJ, plus five units after this game. All right. Wow. Con- confident pick there. Um, yeah, these teams 
are, like you said, White Sox very much underperforming. Overall, you got two teams, so they're both top seven in the majors in batting average. Um, unfortunately for the White Sox, that hasn't necessarily turned into wins. Uh, I went back and forth on who I think might win this game, mostly because I like the Blue Jays, but they're the road team. I'm just going to stick with three units on the over nine. I know you see that Giolito name and you think it makes you think under, but you look at how he's pitched this year, just doesn't have it anymore. Give me the uh, the over nine for three units. The bro's like 27, 26. Don't say doesn't have it anymore. He's still young. Like, have, this man's 35 least, out there. Like, oh, he, he's over the hill. He's done. He's like an NFL running back, 25. Done. Look. And you would know that. Yes. Yes. I I know all about that. (laughs) Uh, Before we move on, DJ, you, you were big on the white Sox at the beginning of the year. And we talked about that quite a bit. And you've said a bunch of times, like they're going to turn it around. Like they're going to make the playoffs and stuff like that. Are you still standing by that? Do you still think that'll happen? I, yeah, I think the AL Central is pretty weak. I mean, the Indians don't have enough firepower. Like, other than Jose Ramirez, most of the Indians' lineup is gross. Um, the Twins – Twins pitching is so bad. Like, they have a bunch of dudes that are playing really well. But the twi- And the Twins are honestly missing that certified star. I mean, it's Correa. I think Buxton for sure is your guys' MVP. But his health concerns and his lack of proving that he can consistently play. Buxton is MVP. I, I agree. He's so talented. But I just don't think the Twins really have that championship ability, whereas the White Sox roster is insanely talented. They have veterans. They have young talent. And the White Sox pitching staff is far and away the best pitching staff in the AL Central. So, yes, I'm confident in the White Sox to get hot here eventually. And it might it's going to start with this game now. I'm going to predict it now. It's going to start with this game. The White Sox are going to probably rattle off, you know, nine wins in their next ten games. Um, bold prediction, not so bold, though. Uh, and, and it's starting with – you know, today's game. All right. Pumbaa. Wow. I, I could respond to that, but we wouldn't even have time for anything left in the rest of the show. All I'm going to say is how can you forget about the man that is leading the league in both batting average and on base percentage? Louise. Louisa Rise has been phenomenal this year. Do not forget about that man. That's fair. They're going to trade him away. Oh, well, I will be crushed if they do. I love that. Man. I will die for Louisa Ryan. All right. So let's go down to another game in the afternoon at 110 between the Mets and the Astros. We got Carlos Carrasco on the mound against Luis Garcia. Line right now, Mets plus 120, Astros minus 130, and an over-under of nine. So I know the Mets – Mets have been pretty solid this year, you know, 45 and 24. Carrasco is eight and two, which is crazy to think about. You know, he has 75 strikeouts and 16, 16 walks, but he does have a near four ERA. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of sus. Luis Garcia has been okay this year, but I'm, I think the Mets, I know they're on the road, but I think them plus money here with Carrasco on the mound is a lot of value. So I'm, not going to do a lot of units on this, obviously. So I'm going to go – I'll go I'll go two units on Mets money line. That will be my only play for this game. Yeah, this one was definitely probably probably one of the harder ones to handicap. Um, 
Carlos Carrasco at age like 33 has kind of found it again. I mean, he struggled with injury. He used to be dominant for the Indians and he's finally back. Luis Garcia, a young and I think he's only like 24, 25. And I think he's got some real good stuff and he could be a problem in the league to come. But I mean, 3.41 ERA isn't bad at all. Um, four or five records, not as good. I think the under's the move here. Uh, people don't talk about it, but the Mets do a really good job of allowing, you know, minimal runs. And the Astros at home, I mean, they're they're 18 and 10 at hitting the under. They, they like to hit the unders at home. There is just more of like a matchup where you, you think over, but it goes under um, because these teams are more fundamental and they don't have as much firepower as you would think. So I am going to go under nine here. Um, I'll probably go two point, what is it? 2.75 to win 2.5 or whatever the math is to win 2.5 um, units on the under here. All right. All right. I am, you guys really kind of covered my thoughts pretty well there. This is a difficult game. The Mets, I feel like, are probably the surprise of baseball so far. Maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe that's just me personally. But obviously, Mets have come out, got a really solid record so far. Um, amazingly enough, they, I mean, they've scored a lot of runs, but they specifically score a lot of runs for Carrasco, whether that's just luck, whatever. They put up runs for the guy. Um, I'm going right along with Kyle's line of thinking, but I'm going to go more specifically Mets first five money line for uh, what it would be 2.2 2 to win two units. I'm just going to stick with that for this game. It's kind of a difficult game with Houston being the home team. Don't really necessarily want to bet against them, but uh, I like that first five money line for the Mets. Yep. And Kyle, how many did you have on the Mets money line again? Uh, I think just two. two yep, units, okay. Just... Yep. Gotcha. Perfect. Right, perfect. So let's go down to some uh, some night baseball. We got a game uh, tonight at six ten between the Yankees and the Rays. We got Jordan Montgomery on the round mound for the Yankees and Shane Baz on the mound for the Rays. Line right now: Yankees minus one forty, Rays plus one thirty, and an over under of seven. So we we talked about this a little bit whenever we did the MLB preview show. I don't like Jordan Montgomery. There's reasons for it. If if you know, you know. Um, but he's been solid this year so far. Three and one with a 2.72 ERA is 56 strikeouts to 11 walks. This Baz, I think he's a fairly young, younger pitcher. I believe he's only, yeah, he's only 23 years old. So he's, he's still really very, young. very, very young. But, you know, just rough start so far. 0-1-1, 5.4 ERA. I think he has potential to be really, really good. I don't think it's going to be this game. This Yankee lineup has been dominant. I'm going to go, because I think it's going to be plus money. I'm going to go two units on a Yankees run line. And then I'm going to go. No, that, actually that's going to be it. I'm going to go two units on Yankees, Yankees run line. I might change it later on. We'll tweet that out for sure. If I do, but for now, I'm just going to go two units on the run line. Yeah. Uh, you hit a lot of good points. Montgomery terrible last year. Um, historically hasn't been good as first, like three, four five seasons, but this year, he's really – I don't he's found it. He, I don't know what he was missing. He, I don't think he had a strikeout pitch prior to. I think that was kind of his big thing. He didn't have a pitch to go to to strike out, especially righties because he's a left-handed pitcher. Uh, and I think he's found either that changeup or that, that fastball. Uh, I don't think it's curveball. But anyway, nonetheless, he's found a strikeout pitch, and he's really excelled this year. Uh, Yankee, Yankee pitching as a whole has been insane this year. The people think they're an over team, but they, they really are more defensive, and they just score enough runs to win. Uh, like you mentioned, Baez, uh, super young guy, uh, not 
doesn't have his stuff right now. Uh, he might need a trip down to the minors, but eventually this dude will be, you know, he'll be a menace for uh, the, the Rays and he'll be one of those guys that leads the staff. But right now he's not that guy. And Montgomery is that guy. And then on the flip side, dude, the Yankees are hot right now. Nine and one in their last 10. And the Rays, the Rays are two and eight in their last 10. Uh, I don't want to take the Yankee money line because that just seems like a ripoff. Because if the Yankees win this game, they're winning by at least two. So I'm going Yankees minus one and a half for two and a half units. Is that a whopping plus 120 value? I think the values on the Yankees minus one and a half. I don't see them winning by one. I see them either winning by two or more or not winning. Uh, so if I'm if I'm going to think the Yankees are going to win, I'm going to take a minus one and a half here. Two and a half units. Uh, yeah, at plus 120. I, I like the value there. All right. Um, as we know, my uh, two favorite baseball teams are uh, number one, the Minnesota Twins, and number two, whichever team is playing the Yankees. <laughs> um, I absolutely despise this franchise. But with that being said, this team is so good this year. Uh, yeah, DJ covered it perfectly. They're red hot. Rays are not. That rhymed and I didn't even try. Um, I've got I've, – I've kind of got a, a unique play here. But first, I've got Yankees minus a half run first five. Got that at a minus 105 odds. Put a 2.1 to win two on that. And then uh, kind of a different play. I got Yankees to have the highest scoring inning. That was at plus 103. So, and I guess the way that's set up on Bovada, they have to, they, they can't tie. It's not a push. They, they have to have the highest scoring inning for it to be a win. But uh, yeah, I just think Yankees are going to score more runs. Yankee, I mean, in general, the Rays might struggle to score more than one run in an inning at a time. So uh, yeah, I like that. Yankees have the highest scoring inning. Plus 103. Plus 103. Plus 103 for two units. Th- two units, gotcha. Yeah, but they they have to, they can't, it's not a push bet. It's a three-way yeah. bet. They can't push. I, I kind of like that. It's an interesting bet, but I do like that, especially if you, you know, you have more dynamic offense. Well, yeah, the big thing is I just think the Rays, I mean, the Yankees pitching, like you guys covered with Montgomery, it's not necessarily, you don't see that name and think like, yeah, stud pitcher, but he's been solid this year. Rays, Rays really just lately have not been scoring a ton of runs. So they, they never really do. It's really their pitching nah. bullpen that step yeah. up and they just play fundamental and their pitching bullpen just hasn't stepped up. And they just, they don't have enough star power. Like what are they, what bottom five in payrolls? Like they really are never a yeah. heavy I mean, team. they're only what two years removed from a World Series appearance. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's like the same dudes. I mean, they yeah, it, it honestly, it's the same dude. I mean, Randy Rosarena was just a pure stud in that postseason and really hasn't been as good as probably expected since then. I mean, he's still been solid, but he has not been, you know, as good as expected based on what he was doing that postseason. He hasn't been anywhere close to like MVP levels, you know, mm-hmm. whereas like a lot of the major teams have some do, you know, like Goldsmith for the, the Cardinals. Yeah. Like, like a Luis Arise kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I would say Bucks yeah. over Luis, but. All right. What is that? Sorry. What is the thing All where right, it's like 70 or 70% of the earth is covered in water and the other 30% is covered by Byron Buxton? I've never heard that. But that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. If you hit a ball in the outfield, he's gonna catch it. And it's he's just gonna catch insane it. Insane. Yeah. How fast and 
how good he is at reading it. But yeah, thirty percent of the world is covered by Byron Buxton. In case you, Byron. that's pretty the, good. He'd be the best corner in the league, that's for sure. Actually, isn't yeah. he like six five? He might be the best. He's corner not in the that league. tall. I was gonna. I thought he's like six two or six three. Best corner in the league. Uh, we both agree. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's round out with Puma mentioned them. The Twins. They're they're at home taking on the Guardians at six forty. We got Tristan McKenzie on the mound for the Guardians and Sonny Gray on the mound for the Twins. Line right now: Guardians plus one twenty five, Twins minus one forty five, and an over under of eight and a half. In all the years he has pitched, I've never been sold on Tristan McKenzie. I I can't tell you why. I just have never been sold on him. You know, he's got a four and five record, nearly three ERA. Strike up to walk numbers are okay. But I just think the Twins are going to are gonna handle him pretty decently. So I got two plays here. I'm going to go – so it's minus 140. I'll go 2.8 to win two on the Twins money line. And then my remaining – let's see, it would be, be 2.2, my remaining 2.2 units. I'm going to go Byron Buxton over – whatever his um, his base total is. I think it'd probably be about one and a half or a half. I'm going to go Byron Buxton over whatever his base total is. So those are my two plays. Twins money line for 2.8 and 2.2 on Byron Buxton over whatever his base total is. Now, is that like singles and doubles? Or if he gets a single and steals, is that two, is that two you know, total you, bases? It's, it's got to be on the hit. It's Okay, that's, that's what I thought. I was just checking. I should know, but I don't. So I figure between the three of us, we'd be able to figure it out. Yep. So I like it. I like it. Byron Buxton, GOAT level. Um, yeah, this one definitely tough because McKenzie has lit it up this year. And I've always been a big believer in Sony Gray. I, I, I've always liked him. And then he went to the Yankees and sucked, which was awesome at the time because no one likes the Yankees. Uh, but he's, you know, he's founded a little bit with the Reds and then now he's with the Twins and battled some injuries, but I've always, always liked him. When he was an athletic, he was like just a G. It's always sunny in Oakland. It was dope. Uh, but McKenzie's, you know, he's no slouch. Uh, his record is four and five, not great, but his ERA is pretty solid. And I think he's only like 26 years old. He's got some electric stuff. And if it's one thing the Indians can do, it's churn out pitching prospects. Like, how many dudes do they have going through their system? It's insane. Like, if you go back and look at all the dudes who have gone through their system, there's so many. Uh, so, I think he's another, you know, very talented arm to go through the system. I think the under eight and a half is the move. The only thing I'm worried about is Sony Gray. Because Sony Gray either lights it up or he gets lit up. Uh, you know, and he's, he's done more lighting up than lighting up, if that makes sense. Um, but... Yeah, I'm going to go under eight and a half here. Uh, I'm going to throw <clears throat> probably 2.75 to win 2.5 on that. And I want to do a parlay of hits, but I wasn't sure what I wanted. The wind's blowing out, which is why I was kind of afraid of the under. Um, come back to me for my parlay of hits. Uh, Pumbo, we're going to go to you, and then we're going to come back to me for my parlay. But I'm doing 2.75 right. on the under, under eight and a half, and then I'm coming back for my parlay. Well, as we discussed, I'm a Twins fan, avid, uh, avid watcher, a, a holder of a over 81 and a half wins uh, ticket as far as the uh, Twin season wins. So, of course, there's only one reasonable play for this game, and that, of course, is first five under four and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm a little scared. 
the twins money line is just a little too much juice. Um, I'm overall two solid pitchers. Sonny Gray, I don't think he's given up more than two runs in an outing this year. He's just been very solid, especially lately. Um, I just think there's going to be – I can see the Twins being ahead, hopefully two to one, three to one through five. I, I just think that under four and a half. I don't necessarily have faith in the bullpens, particularly the Twins bullpen, in maybe keeping this game under all the way. So I think that under four and a half in the first five is just a touch safer. I'm just throwing all five on that baby. I think that bet is is a lock. I I think I think that is the only way it doesn't hit is if I think the Twins score too many runs. But I I don't the way the Twins offense has been lately, they've been worrying me a little. But uh, yeah, I I think that first five just set it, forget it. It's gonna hit. You don't even gotta watch the game if you're not a Twins fan. Just count that money the next day. Before before you go before you go DJ, you know that that video that football player who said they got us in the first half. Not gonna lie, that was me with Puma whenever he was making that play there. I was not. I thought he was gonna come out twins minus one and a half or something, and he's like, no, the under, the under, the under all day. That's the move. Yeah, no, I actually do really like that. The thing I don't like about my bet is you're banking on the Twins bullpen, which historically. Historically, the Twins bullpen has been awful. I mean, maybe the Joe Nathan era, they were decent, but yeah, I mean, the, the Twins bullpen for a while was good. They've well, obviously, their whole team was terrible. I uh, and this get kind of off subject, but back when I was listening to the game, I happened to be actually having to listen on the radio because I was driving back on like Memorial Day or whatever it was, and it was like, no, it was Mother's Day, and it was like, this is the first time the Twins might win on Mother's Day, and like eight years and they listed off the roster of that team from like 2014 and seriously the people who assembled that roster should should have been put in jail like it was purely criminal i can't even name half the guys like they were going through the list of like who the starting pitcher was who all these players were and i'm like the fact the fact that that team won over 40 games is just stunning was that the carlos gomez team um gomez mauer now now I'm gonna actually get like curious enough to like look because it up. like I I've I've always you know being in Iowa I you know get to see a lot of Twins games so uh, they're they're definitely my lean if I lean towards an American League team as I'm a Cubs fan I know the most about the Twins and I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan so I feel the Twins pain when they get destroyed by the Yankees every playoff yeah. I feel their pain it's a Minnesota thing I get it um, so yeah. I'll quickly I'll I'll do my parlay here. I'm gonna go Luis Arias to get ahead. I'm over 0.5. I'm gonna go Jose Ramirez over 0.5. And here's my surprise one. You always gotta have a surprise one. Max Kepler, the lefty. Uh, I believe uh, Tristan is a righty. Yep, he is. Uh, McKenzie's a righty, and Kepler rakes righties as he is a lefty. So I'm gonna go Max Kepler as my third. So three legs: Arias, Jose Ramirez, and Max Kepler all to get one hit. And now I'm going to throw two units on that. I don't know what the payout is right now. Probably close to even money. But, yeah, who's that roster? You got that pulled up? Okay. I got – well, this is just from – I pulled up the a random 20, game. Yep. A random game from May of 2014. And I think this actually might have been the game. Here's the here's the batting order. Chris Parmalee. Oh, no. <laughs> is your, it's your leadoff hitter, followed by Jason Kubel, Eduardo yep. Nunez, Danny Santana, 
Aaron Hicks, Kurt Suzuki, Brian Dozier, Chris Caibello, Trevor Plouffe. Oh my! <laughs> oh, I criminal! Don't know. I, I mean, that this... is criminal that that was even a team. The sad part is, I know every one of those players. That's yeah. honestly the worst. Well, that's part. like they started going through the players, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember these guys. Like, I remember these guys playing for him for a while. And really, some of those guys I shouldn't hate on a couple of those players so badly. Kubel's the Kubel's the goat. Don't Kubel. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't, Kubel, do, when, no. he that, when he hit the home run off of Mariano Rivera. Yes. No disrespect towards Kubel. It's yeah. impossible. And Chris yeah. Colabella was for one month of an MLB season was the best player ever. Um, yes. When he led him in like 31 RBIs in the first month or so, or first two months, something wild like that. But nonetheless, yes, that is a wild roster. That's um, so funny. I'm glad we can go through some Twins history for all those viewers out there in case you're a Twins fan. Oh, it's great content. For in sure. general, if you're, if you're a baseball fan, though, laughing at that roster like you should get a kick out of oh, it. Oh, for sure. A lot of those dudes went other places. I mean, Trevor Plouffe yeah. played elsewhere. Um, Eduardo Nunez played elsewhere. Yeah. I'm trying Suzuki. to think. Suzuki played a billion places. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those dudes yeah. went other places. Mm-hmm. None of them succeeded, but. No. Right. No, for sure. Well, hey, I, t- I tell you what, Pumba, just having you on the entire show was an absolute blast. Really glad you could come on. It's, it, I, I don't know about you. I've laughed harder on this show than I have in a long time on shows. You know, Pumba's comedy might not be for everybody, but it's always for me. This dude can make me laugh, and it can just be the silliest shit. I fucking love it, dude. You are, you're hilarious. Uh, you are incredibly funny. Uh, I love having you on. You are always welcome on. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see you at the wedding. Oh, man, I'm just, I don't know if I'll have enough laughs ready. It's going to be an exciting time. Yeah, that's. It I is. Mean, it, it, it's going to be great. Said it's you boys in the not too distant future. Thanks for having me on. I'll, uh, in the meantime, I'll just be busy, just CEOing on, you know, just running this company, trying to, trying to do the things that Pace was failing at. No one's talked about the stock rise price of yeah. Of Coach I Sports. mean, like it was it was going down hard. Yeah. We were losing tons of money. Yeah, and now we're 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 back. I mean, we've almost doubled in uh, yeah. stock price since Pumbaa's taken yeah. over. So, I mean, unbelievable job at CEO. It's 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 been a wild run for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's been a good time. <laughs> and what's the what's the Twitter handle, Pumbaa? Before we wrap up the show, the the Twitter handle is. At Pumba Cakes, I'm now. I kind of made this name change as a joke, and I just left it. But uh, I'm Pumba the Panda. <laughs> as, as we discussed one day in the chat, I think a soup said something about like pandas just lay around all day and eat unhealthy food. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'm Pumba the Panda. <laughs> oh, we need to get Paulo Sandoval to change your to. Puma the MJD lookalike. Oh, my dude. I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to tweet that in a relatable way to make it funny, and I just don't know how. I think it just you had to be there when yeah. you made the statement that you have the same build. Oh, my gosh. And, like, you, like I said. Because you can have, picture it. If you, you have me. Yeah, you have yeah. to know both people. <laughs> if you've met me, if you've watched MJD run down a football field. Yeah. The same. Oh it's, man, it's the same. Uh, one uh, of us is a little faster than the other. <laughs> just a li- just a little bit. I mean, just a little faster. The the three times are very comparable. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, right, yeah, no. Want to wrap up the show? Yeah, it was awesome having you on. Um, so yeah, we got uh, a bunch of articles on the Coda Sports Cappers Network. I mean, they range from NBA to the WNBA, NHL. I mean, everything, golf, uh, the works. If you want to look up some cool sports articles, check out the CodaSportsCappers.com. And then follow us on Twitter at Feud Gambling for our picks and such. Again, we'll drop our next podcast next Wednesday. We'll have another guest on and we'll continue rolling. Uh, and then we have a ton of different podcasts of all different types of kind of venues on the network. We have the Mount Lockmore podcast with Pace. Used to be B-Rust, but now Pumba Cakes and Soup are helping out a lot. Uh, the formerly every Thursday, now sporadically high and inside podcast with myself, uh, Alex Long and Faye JT. We got the Gabacho Baracho podcast, which is a soccer based podcast. If you like soccer, check this out. It's actually very good soccer content uh, with Corey Dare, Don Thomas Miller and Dan Angel. Uh, very good soccer stuff. So and I know there's not a lot of good soccer content out there. So check that out if you like soccer uh preview we're gonna have the college football show next year on youtube me kyle pace maybe be russ soup and dan and we're just gonna be shooting the shit and talking college football which that is awesome not another college football podcast with the legendary potato gobbler another pod football college football podcast and then we have the throwing bows podcast with vfc and recently we've had faye jt on there uh, providing a second view. Uh, he's done his research. Uh, the first pod, he, he did not do his research the first pod, but since then, every pod, he's done his research and his stuff actually sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Uh, so yeah, he's done a good job there. And it's it's good to have a little dynamic between the two of them. And then the Securing the Bag uh, podcast with DG Betts. DG Betts is probably the best gambler. No, is 100% the best gambler on the network. He's, he's the parlay king, as we call him. Then we have the Cashing Tickets podcast with Big Game Hunter. I believe Big Game Hunter has been gambling for almost 30-plus years. I mean, he's got so much experience and just a wise guy who's just had experience and time, and he knows his stuff. And then we have the Whooping Bets with Pace. I believe that's WNBA-based. Uh, and if it's one thing Pace uh, likes, it's his WNBA, and he actually knows it. I don't know enough to challenge him, so I'm just assuming what he says is always right. Uh, but yeah, he does a really good job with the WNBA and we're trying to spread more awareness, uh, for all the females out there. Well, because we want to cover everything, uh, and you know, we don't want to just, just cover one thing. So Pace, you know, Pace has taken the bull by the horns on that one and helped out, uh, covering what he knows. Um, Jacob, Faye JT and the, the VFC and the, them, they do a good job on the female fighters of UFC, but uh, we need uh, Pumba to dive in a little more to female golf. If he can step it up a little bit, uh, people are requesting it. Uh, yeah. And then we have our specific Twitters at DJ low 44, 22 and Kyle for what? 61 episodes. Wrap it up. For 61 episodes, as always, you can find me on Twitter at comb dog. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. We'll have another guest on next week. Let's catch some tickets. Let's have a week. See you next time.